Hey Rebels, this part of the program is sponsored by The Voice of the Martyrs. Start your year off right with a VOM Global Prayer Guide. The Voice of the Martyrs Global Prayer Guide provides background information on each of the 68 countries where they are working, as well as information on the current situation for Christians in those countries. Place this prayer guide next to your Bible to help you pray more specifically for our persecuted family throughout the year. Head to persecution.com slash prayer guide for more information. Welcome to Oh! The Stories We Will Tell, hosted by best-selling authors and speakers, Ryan and Laura Dobson. We're pulling back the curtains to give you a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, honest look at our life together, from day one up to today. Everything. We'll tell the stories of all the laughter, tears, triumphs, and failures that helped make us who we are. Here we go. So let's join the Atomic Mum and the Disruptor, Ryan and Laura Dobson for this episode of Oh! The Stories We Will Tell. Oh! The Stories We Will Tell. That's right, episode 10. We have a good 10 one episodes today. episodes in. We have a good one today. Yes, we do. Check out those slippers, man. I got my slips on. Bah, bah. I have my new Christmas Uggs on. That's right. Thank you, Nene. You can't see that my pants just ripped completely out as I walked over the baby gate keeping our dog TMI, out from under TMI. here. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, The Voice of the Martyrs, Persecution.com. Thank you so much for sponsoring this podcast, for taking a chance on us crazies here. We appreciate you so much. Persecution.com is their website. They help those in countries hostile to the gospel, and we love them for that. Persecution.com and our newest sponsor. My pillow. My pillow. So I haven't talked the best to them yet. Pillow ever. Um, we have a meeting with them today to talk about what they want said on commercials, things like that. So hopefully I don't make anybody mad, but they sent us pillows, uh, to try out. And I got to tell you, here's the thing. Laura will let you know this. And so will producer Kay. I'm really, really picky. Yes. Not about everything, but about certain things I get like OCD about. And one of them is my pillow. So I've had the same pillow for a long time. Too long. Yeah. And honestly, before my pillow called us, I was thinking, you know, I have this memory foam pillow, and it's the kind that's got like the double hump, like the little hump and then the big one. So like you put your head in the middle, and then this big hump goes under your neck because I sleep on my side all the time. Um, and you can't throw them in the washing machine. And I was like, you know, I've had this for a long time. That's kind of gross. Like, yeah, I need a new pillow. And I've been looking for one for months now. Uh, when we were in California, I looked for one. I couldn't find one. I looked in Costco. I looked at we Marshalls. We tried a looked- couple. Yes. You tried a couple and that didn't work. No, I did not like them. And it frustrates me to no end to not get a great night's sleep. And so um, Darren called. He does our ad placements. And he was like, hey, have you heard of my pillow? And I'm like, who hasn't heard of my pillow? I've seen the commercial a million times. And he's like, they're interested in sponsoring your podcast. And I was like, what? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, my pillow. I'm like, are they going to send us pillows? And he's like, yes. So he filled out this form about what kind of pillow you want and have what your shirt size is, like all these funny questions they ask you, and they sent pillows. I am so into it. Yeah. Like, you know when you watch a commercial and you're like, really? Like, for real? Really the best pillow you've ever used? Like, whatever. Like, shape it in any shape you want. It's super nuts. Here's the thing that I've noticed the most about it compared to my memory foam pillow, which I'm super into, is my head doesn't get hot. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Right. What you kind of pillow overheat. do you use, Kay? What kind of pillow do you use? Just a whatever? Just a whatever? <laughs> whatever pillow. Yeah. The memory foam 
my head gets hot on the pillow. That sounds weird. I, I've been wondering if I should say that or not. But it does. It just gets hot on the pillow. Yeah. And this one, I've slept better. That's so funny. I've slept better because I'm like, ooh, it's cool. It's nice. So I think our first person who's going to get a pillow is my dad. He's just waiting until yeah, we get our... Yeah, so the code word for the discount... I don't even know what the discount is. There's a discount. is code word REBEL, which I've been dying to say for so long to have a company that's big enough yeah. to where they put the code word like, oh, where'd you hear about it? We heard about a rebel parenting code word rebel, get you the discount. And here's the thing too. They have everything. They've got pillows. They've got pillowcases. They've got sheets. They've got beds. Travel pillows. Oh, we got travel pillows. Travel pillows. That's going to be totally funny because that'll be great. Cause we travel and I hate, you can ask Laura. I hate hotel, hotel pillows. pillows. I hate them so much. It looks like it's a pillow, and then you lay on it, and it goes, and it's flat, and it's, there's nothing there, okay. and then your head's like, because I sleep on my side. I don't sleep on my back. I used to sleep on my stomach. Sometimes you still do. And when I do, my arms go to sleep. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but I got I got a travel pillow. I'm so excited about travel pillow. What's up, Anne-Marie? So good to see you. What's up, Sarah? Oh, you got a pillow too. Awesome. They make beds. They make pet beds. We're going to get a cocoa bed. A little baby cocoa bed. How fun will that be? We brought cocoa in for this Speaking show. of, we're getting a new, we're getting another puppy. Um, she'll be, Soon. he or she'll be born in July. And come to find out, I love cocoa so much that I called the, the people that breed the puppies. And I was like, hey, um, we want another one because cocoa definitely needs someone to play with. Like, yeah. For sure. Um, and we signed up so early that we get pick of the litter. We have first pick. So I think we're going to drive down the second they're born and then see and them when they're like. And go look at them when they're teeny babies. Yeah. I took Coco out in the snow today and she went tearing around. And I couldn't figure out. She always runs over towards our garage, which is a 40-foot shipping container. We should totally take pictures of that. We have like a full-on white trash side of the house. Oh, yes, everybody. We do. I have a big trash pile. That's and I have a 40 foot. I have a 40-foot shipping container. In my backyard, and then I have a truck on blocks behind it in our backyard. With a pump track. Near our BMX track. People don't know what pump track means. It's a they BMX don't? track. BMX pump track. Yeah. Um, they should know what a pump track is. but So if you go to MyPillow.com and you put in the code word REBEL, it will give you a discount. I don't know how much, but it will give you a discount, and I'm super excited. So thank you to MyPillow and to The Voice of the Martyrs. Oh, and Pilgrim's Progress movie. Pilgrims.movie. Pilgrims.movie. Check out the trailer out. It's going to be fantastic. Pilgrim's Progress CGI animation, first time in history. I we sound pro. It. Look at all those sponsors we got. How Cheers. nice is that? You didn't get a water. I got a water. Oh, there you go. I got a Dr. Pepper. I love my Dr. Pepper. Hey, I want to say thanks to um, Help Club for Moms. The website is thehelpclubformoms.com. Boy, did we have a good time with them last week. Wow. Oh, that was fun. We had a ball. Great women. They are full of energy. Making a difference. Someone said on iTunes, they're like, stop yelling into the mic. We get it. You have energy. Like, hey, guess what? Don't listen if you don't like it. <laughs> Give me a two star. How dare you? Um. Okay. So, normally, oh, it's helpclubformoms.com, not thehelpclubformoms.com. Okay, helpclubformoms.com. Um. Normally, we on episode 10, we would uh, be doing – we just got done with a Sister Wives episode where the guy thought I was a polygamist, which yeah. I think is super funny. Um, normally, we'd just continue on with the story, 
But we had such a crazy Christmas trying to get home from Christmas and then last week that I thought we're just going to give you a slice of what our life is like. And the reason that we started doing other stories we'll tell, one, to give you an honest look at what our life is like. Um, the goods and the bads, unfiltered, just this is how it's been from day one. Uh, but the reason we're going to do this one is just to let you know it doesn't ever stop. Ever. Like my word for 2018 was relentless because it just, it's like Drake. It's, it never stops. It just never, ever stops. And you think, oh, we're getting to this place where it's, you know, like we got a couple of sponsors. The show's growing. We got an ad placement company. Engineer Steve's got some employees. Like producer K is doing good. Like, all right. And then, uh, and then it's like, nope. Like completely. Beverly says uh, it holds body heat in and I'm really warm. Yes, for sure. Well, that's the thing about my pillow too. I'm going to jump back into the commercial. I'm such a nerd over this stuff. I'm, I'm almost embarrassed talking about it, but I love it so much. They've got these layers in the MyPillow bed. The bed's cheap too. A king-size bed is under $1,000. That's affordable. King-size memory foam bed? What? We are we for sure going back to a king. because of our puppies. Our puppy. Yeah, but she's going to be on your head anyway. <laughs> yeah, Coco was next that's to me last night. Funny. She was like... Her feet were near my back, and she was dreaming that she was running, running, and she started running on my back last night. I was like, ah! She was on my head all the way around and licking this ear. I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Yep. you got to be kidding me right now. No. Beverly, the MyPillow beds have a layer to um, get airflow through so it's not so warm. I'm the same way. Laura has a 1,000 covers at night. Like... We have a, a huge, thick duvet that I don't use at all, ever. And I put that on top of her, and she has the blanket and another blanket. Like you that producer Kay gave me. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That, that Betsy Johnson one? That one's sweet. Um, or is it Kate Spade? Betsy Johnson, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank producer Kay got us food when we got home from our vacation that she would oh. never feed her own family, oh. but she knew that we would like it, and that's why she got it for me. I, that touched my heart so much. Yeah, that was awesome. Sure. And we ate it all. Oh, goodness gracious. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did eat all of it. All. Anyway, the MyPillow beds have a layer in them to get airflow so you don't get so hot, so I'm very excited to try that out at some point. Anyway, uh, let's start from the beginning. Um, Drake time, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. I have no idea how long this is though, so let me let me move this just a little bit. Oh, I can't do it that way. Sorry, little technical things happening. Mm. This isn't working for me very well. Let me well. just look at the clock. Oh, I can look at it on here. Here. This does. Sorry, okay. Now we're back. Sorry. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Um, we had someone that was going to watch Coco, and then that fell through. And then we had another person going to watch Coco, and that fell through. And for me, I was really, really worried about where the dog was going to be and how she would be. And I didn't want her to go to a kennel. The last time we put our dogs in, like, doggy bow-wow sleepover camp, whatever yeah. that thing was here, you can see online where all the dogs play. And when I turned it on, there were a bunch of big dogs chasing our dog all over the thing and wouldn't stop chasing or wouldn't stop to the point where I called and was like, Hey, this is not cool. My dog is not having a good time. 
fix this stuff. And they were like, oh, well, this doesn't really happen very often. I'm like, whatever. It's happening the whole time I'm watching. So um, we met Anna and Anna fosters rescue puppies mm -hmm. from the shelter. And uh, and then this is how bad it was. I told Laura, you have to go drop Coco off because if I see one thing that I don't like, I won't drop her off. And then we're going to have to bring her with us to California, and that will be a disaster. And it would have been a disaster. Yeah, and like, we showed up, and I dropped Coco off, and she was just in heaven. She didn't even want to say bye. She was just playing around with all the other little puppies, running yeah. in circles. It was adorable. I felt total peace. Oh, Anna, we appreciate so you so you, much. Anna. What a blessing from the Lord. And, and for real, like, it's not a little thing to me. Like, I love that dog more than I should. Like, I know I have a problem, but I <laughs> love our dog so much. <laughs> and so when, uh, when Laura told me how much fun Coco was having with the puppies, I was just like, yes, it's so awesome. Um, and then we had a house sitter, uh, and then... Uh, we couldn't find a ride to the airport, and so Jim um, drove with us to the airport, and he's going to take our truck back to the house, and we're cruising along. Was it snowing? It was – no, I don't think it was snowing. It had snowed. It though. had snowed. Anyway, traffic just comes but to an immediate stop. We decided to take the truck because we had so much luggage. No, no, no. We, I think we could have fit it, but my point was if, if Jim crashes the truck, no big oh, deal. Oh, yeah, that's right. If he crashes the car, it will be a really big deal. Yeah, like, that'd be a bummer. The car's a lot of money. The truck's worth like 2500 bucks, and I just put 2500 bucks into it, so it's like a wash at this point. Um, <laughs> we're driving along. We're cruising, and the traffic just was like, Burp, and stopped, completely stopped. And I was literally off my seat, foot pressed into, like my duct tape hole fix? That's a cocoa fix. Into the floorboard. Uh, analog brakes did not hit, did not skid. And the guy in front of me, had he moved over like six inches, I would have been okay. And nope, did not move over one iota. And rather than hit the car in front of me, I drove into the barrier. So so that was the beginning of our trip. We're yeah. on the way to the airport. You didn't know we got in a car accident on the way to the airport? And this is what we're doing at 80 miles per hour because that's the traffic. That's the speed limit. Speed limit 75. We're doing 80 with yeah. everybody else. We hit the barrier. It was totally. the scariest thing I don't even think I calmed down until we, like, got on the plane. It was so gnarly. It wasn't, like, Ligon didn't really see it. He bounced his head off the, off the window a little bit. Lucy was scared. Laura was scared. I was like, whatever. I was proud that I didn't hit a car. Yeah. Full on hit the barrier. Good driving, honey. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. hit the barrier. Um, it could have been disastrous. It for sure could have been disastrous. If I had hit a car oh, and then had to get out yeah. and, oh, my goodness. Going at that speed. It would have ruined Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then Laura had to go to the bathroom, obviously, immediately afterwards. So we pulled over at Starbucks. The damage to that truck is, like, so minimal. My truck is such a beater, you wouldn't even find the damage on the truck yeah, you if you looked at tell. it. Like, right now, it's so dirty, you can't even see the damage on. Like, both uh, front and rear bumpers got a scratch on my side because I hit into the barrier this way. Barely, barely did any damage. Like, it sounded like there was going to be huge damage when we hit. It definitely did. We, we all were like, uh. Yeah, it was going to be ugly. Uh -oh. And it was not. And I was, was like, not. yeah. Oh, I was so stoked. Was so the stoked. Lord um, protecting us. The shield of protection around us for sure. Thanks, Julie. We're doing good. Yeah, Lord protected us. It was great. Got to the airport and um, beautiful. I had TSA pre on all the tickets. Um, checked our bags in, um, 
It went smooth. It definitely went smooth. And then we realized we'd forgotten a car seat for Lucy. So that was, um, oops. Yeah, I didn't bring a car seat on the vacation for Lucy. Got one in California instead. Uh, flew to California, arrived, went to El Pollo Loco on the way to the hotel. We definitely ate way too much El Pollo Loco and in and out I did. Laura did not. I did I, too. I ate. I agree. Mm, it was so good. I'm still paying for it. Christmas was good. Uh, pretty uneventful, right? Yeah, but it was just special. It was nice. Yep. Um, the kids were stoked. We were stoked. Everybody got good gifts, fun gifts. Yeah. Everybody got great stuff. Um, I was a little nervous on how we would then pack our, we had this little micro SUV. It was so funny. What did we get? It was like a go-kart. <laughs> sport. Echo Sport. Echo Sport. I oh, man, it was funny. It was a little go-kart, you guys. It was Definitely. the funniest little thing. It was just like miniature. It was a miniature Ford Explorer. I guess. It's like you took a Ford Explorer and cut off the back half and then tried to fit everything in it. Yep. I mean, and that's the, what it kind of reminded me of. The gate opened this way. Yeah, yeah, it was just a little bit different. But I got to say, I, I dug it. It had a 10, this is how small it is. It had a 10-gallon gas tank. Like, you know the car is small when 10 gallons gets you that far. And it, my goodness, the gas mileage on that yeah, thing was crazy. Yeah, it was great. Wow. Um, yeah, so that was funny. We had this tiny, 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 and we had baggage. Did we have luggage? We ended up with some luggage. That was fun We had Christmas. some serious, serious luggage. Um, so got to the hotel, stayed at a hotel for a week. That was Did fun. Did a ton of swimming, which was great for the kids. And me. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we swam immersion, water immersion, so swam the important. whole time. Deep pressure. Yeah, it was a really, really, really good time. And then we went on some cool hikes. Ryan worked out like a fiend by the pool all the time. People were like making jumped. fun of how much food I was eating, and I'm like, oh, you don't even know. Like, if we, if I took photos of every time I worked out versus how much I ate, you'd be like, oh, you need to slow it down. Like, yeah. go on vacation. But I get here's the thing: I get testosterone twice a year. Um, I get pellets put in me twice a year. They last about five or six months. And I had just gotten my pellets put in right the day before we left for California. And so if I don't work out like that crazy, then then I'm I get I get too, nuts. Too much energy. It's way too much energy. And I run hot too, so I was hot all the time, just sweating like crazy, hot. It's way too much energy, and I ate. I couldn't stop eating. It's like being 18 years old again. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. I he recommend ate six eggs one day. No, I ate every day. Every day, six eggs. Yeah, while we're at the hotel, there was only one day that I didn't. I put in six eggs, bacon, toast, everything every day. Oh yeah. Wow. I put it back. I gained 15 pounds. I needed it. It was good times. I loved it. Swam, worked out, worked out by the pool. Um. Again, I did not eat six eggs. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, definitely did not. The kids and got sick of it. I was not jump roping by the pool. Nope. I was swimming in the pool though. You swam a little bit, yeah. And then I, we went hiking. I was pretty fatigued during the trip, and I didn't exactly know why, but I didn't feel my normal self this trip. I was pretty tired. Yep, yep, definitely pretty tired. Not hundred uh, percent. And then we went from there to Aunt Val's. Our kids, Aunt Val, your friend yep. Aunt Val, down and by the beach. Got to stay at the beach. Woo! It was a blessing. I got Woo! to go boogie boarding. The kids got to build sandcastles. Oh, I got to post that video of me Ryan, getting knocked by the wave. Ryan got knocked out by a wave. It was just, it was tons of fun. That was super funny. That was a super big blessing. I jumped in the water and I was like, and it was cold. Yeah, no wetsuit. It was cold. You had a wetsuit. 
I had a wetsuit on. Yeah, no wetsuit for me. Um, and then I wasn't facing the ocean, and a big wave came and took my legs out from under me, and that was hilarious. The kids thought that was super funny. I thought it they was They were all worried I was funny. hurt. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not hurt. Did it really look like I got hurt? No, but they're, they're from Colorado. They don't understand. Yeah, that's true. They that's don't true. know. Yeah. Um, it was great staying there, and we stayed there for New Year's. Saw the nephews and nieces. Yeah. And then we just stayed there for New Year's, right? We didn't go anywhere. Yeah, we didn't do anything. No. Everybody went to bed. I read a book. I didn't Super make Party Animals. We were out. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Kidding. No. And then on the first, we drove up to Anaheim and stayed in a hotel near Disneyland. And on the second, we took seven-year-old Lucy Rose and 12-year-old Lincoln to Disneyland with my bio mom, Barb. Hey, Barb. And my sister, uh, Melinda, and Max, my nephew, and we spent all day at Disney with my bio mom and my bio sister and nephew. All day. Yeah, like even like to so, the night, all day. Yes, and you gotta understand about Laura and I, we're not usually like stay all day types of people. Like we're really not. We just like kind of get in. Hit some rides, get out. Like the first time Lincoln went to Disneyland, we stayed for like four or five hours and he was tired. We're like, all right, we're done. We're out. We don't want it to be a bad time for you. We don't want to be like, oh, I don't want to go on any more rides and man, the rides and the lines. And, um, and Melinda has MS and she, she got a scooter and she was getting that. And we were kind of taking the train around. Uh, first ride for Lucy at Disneyland was Pirates of the Caribbean, which totally scared her. Totally scared her. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for that. I forgot that the first yeah. part of Pirates of the Caribbean is like, a it's completely black and you're in a boat and you're going up and then you're going down things and everybody screams and she was not stoked on that. And then once it got to like the singing and the dancing part, she was a little bit better with it. And she's funny too. She'll pretend she's not as scared as she is when she feels like, oh, I think it's probably going to be okay. And so she was all right. And then... Everybody wanted to go on Haunted Mansion, and I was like, oh, there's no way. There's no way she's going to do Haunted Mansion. That will be for sure scary for her. And she's like, no, Daddy, I want to go. I can do it. I want to go. I'm like, all right, okay. So we go to stand in line. Five minutes in the line, she's like, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, exactly. And Barb's like, oh, I'll take her. I'm like, no, no, you got to go on with Laura and the kids. Like, you got to have, like, full-on bio mom fun time. Um, and so – they all went on that, and I'm, like, looking at the app and checking out times because, like, on the Disney app, it'll tell you how long the line is, how much time you're going to wait. And I knew how long their line was and how long the ride was, and I'm trying to figure out where can we get to to do a ride. And then she decided she wanted to go on the riverboat. Like, do you know what I'm talking about, the riverboat, like the paddle wheel riverboat? It goes in a circle at, like, two miles an hour, <laughs> and then you look at, like, Disney animatronic from back in the Disney day. And I was like, are you sure? Like, you're a 2018, 2019 kid. Are you sure you want to do it? She's like, I want to go. Can we go to the top? And I'm like, okay. So we get on. She dug the riverboat. I could not believe how much she liked it. We went to the top. We went to the middle. Went to the bottom. Went to the top again. Went back to the bottom. She pointed out ducks. Like, ducks? Really? being on a boat yeah dug that and then she wanted to get a pretzel so we stayed in pretzel line that was the longest that was the second longest line i stood in at disney and was to get a pretzel yeah like it took forever just to get a pretzel to get a pretzel i couldn't believe how long it took yeah. to get a pretzel 
We did a mini golf with my si- with uh, Danae, my sister. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Got uh, a while we were still in one. Palm Springs, yeah. we did Disney. We did uh, mini golf in the arcade with my sister. That was hilarious. Danae took us all to mini golf. That was super yeah, fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Back to Disneyland. Uh, and then they got off Pirates. I mean, they got off uh, Haunted Mansion. And then everybody was like, oh, for sure, Lucy would have been terrified on Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Lincoln was like, it would have been scary for her. It was I'm scary. Like, I know. Like, the first thing, like, the thing stretches, like, the, the room you're in stretches, and then you see all this gory stuff. And then it goes pitch black, and there's a screaming. And if you look up, it looks like someone hung themselves from the top. Yeah. I'm like, I remember this. Yeah. Um, it was right. It was scary. They went to Big Thunder Mountain. Which was the best ride of the whole day, I mean, at least for me. That I laughed yeah. and giggled and yeah, Big Thunder Mountain was hilarious. Watching Lucy and Lincoln on it was just fantastic. Yeah, I put the camera backwards and filmed Lucy on a roller coaster for the first time. And this is funny about Lou; she was playing it up for the camera for sure. Like you could tell, she knew what to do on a roller coaster. She was, and then there was a few times where she actually got scared, and the look on her face changes. And for me, that was the funniest part. Yeah, that was. So cute. that was great. Big Thunder Mountain, and then did we do Small World after that? I think that yeah, was Small World. The long line. So I had my most parental dad thought I've ever had in my life at Disneyland. Did I tell you this, Kay? Yeah, my biggest dad moment and I'm, I'm doubling down on it I 100% agree with the thought that I had when I was there the lines were long they really were like we went to small world after that and the the app said 45 minutes and we waited hour 20 for sure hour 20 to go on it's a small world but it dawned on me I'm glad there were long lines because it made the rides more worth it to the kids right the delayed gratification is super, super important. And it was just one of those instances where if you just give a kid everything they want all the time, it's not worth anything. It needs to be worth something. They need to save, earn up. Discipline needs to be long. You know, it's that those lines needed to be long in order for my kids to appreciate the ride more. Yeah. Um, And then that was the other one too. When it was too long a line for short ride, that showed them what's worth it and what's not worth it as well. Because Lucy and I did uh, the Inspector Gadget one, or Go Go Gadget, Go Go Coaster, something. Go Go Coaster, yeah. And the line was pretty long, and the the roller coaster was like, fifteen. <laughs> it was like fifteen twenty seconds. And she yeah. goes, "Is that it?" And on the video camera, I go, "Welcome to roller coasters, Lucy." And it was like, "Oh, I get it now." So we go from Big Thunder Mountain, which was all exciting, to uh, It's a Small World. Right. And about hour 10 in, Lincoln looks up and goes, Daddy, this ride better be worth it. And I looked at him, I'm super honest, Dad. And I go, oh, for sure it's not going to be worth it to you. And he goes, what? And I go, no, 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 you're going to hate this ride. You're going to hate this ride. And he looked at me like, oh, you're kidding. And I go, oh, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding at all. The only reason we're on It's a Small World is for your sister Lucy. That's the only reason we're waiting. And he was like, why would you do that to me? I'm like, because we came here for your sister and you, but for your sister. You've already been. Uh, and, again, she loved, loved it. it. She loved it. It's, it's just as cheesy. It's just as lame as it's always been. I mean, they haven't, up- they haven't upgraded it one bit. It was the Christmas version, which I was kind of bummed at. Yeah. Christmas version kind of stinks. Yeah. She still loved it. Oh, it did she it. love it? She and loved it. And the funniest part of it. it is Lincoln fell asleep in the middle of the ride. No, he, right when we got on, he was 
He put his Dead head out. He put his head down on the thing and just passed out. If you follow me on Instagram Take at James Ryan Dobson, I thought he was kidding. I thought he was so mad that he was faking sleep, and I was like, Lincoln, Lincoln. He goes, Hush, uh, uh, what? Are we? We're on this ride still. And I was like, Oh no, you were dead asleep. He For was sure, out. fell asleep on the ride. That was hilarious. Um, then we, we took a little breather. We ate terrible food. But Disney, seriously, upgrade your food game. What is up with you? Everything else is great. Your food stinks. Like, it was such terrible food for so much money. Oh, my gracious. For sure we spent as much on food as we did on tickets to get in. Not realizing that you can bring coolers in and have your own picnics. And we saw all these other people that, like... I wouldn't have brought a cooler. I wouldn't have brought a cooler either, but there was people For that sure brought, in their, brought, own, rolling brought coolers. in their own coolers. Producer Kay's coolers. like, I would have brought a cooler. Because you don't eat, feed your kids junk food. You're a healthy mom. Um, I we did tried the, to feed them healthy stuff, but there wasn't really many choices. Totally. I did the uh, that one coaster with Lou, and then we all did um, the submarine adventure, which is now Nemo's submarine adventure. Which I have to admit, at the end of that ride, we sat down there in the submarine. Long enough to where we thought something was wrong. Long enough to where I thought, is this submarine going to rise again? Because I'm getting pretty claustrophobic right now. Claustrophobic I was sure. just like, yeah. okay, I'm going to find my happy spot. I'm going straight to Maui. I am just going to sit here and meditate and think of the Lord and just know that this submarine is going to come back up. Yeah. It I, took a good... A good, what, five minutes? Oh, no, it was longer than that. It was like ten at least. Yeah. That we were underwater, like, and, and everyone's starting to, at this point. It was too point, long. People were starting to, like, look around. Yeah, like, it was too long. You felt the but nervousness. But it was cool. Like, but, I but didn't, the I ride didn't, itself was awesome. <clears throat> they have a bunch of underscreen, underwater screens with, like, cartoons from Nemo in it now, so that was cool. Yeah. And then we went to the Star Wars area, and everybody got Star Wars gear. Yeah, that was fun. Laura got a shirt that says, Always a Rebel. Which I thought was hilarious. I was looking for a Rebel Scum shirt. They didn't have any guys Rebel Scum shirts. Nope. I was very bummed at that one. Uh, and was that the last thing we did? No, the last I thing mean, we did. I know, was, but oh, okay. we didn't do any rides after that, right? After that, I think we were done with rides. We were all pretty tired. It was getting dark. And we waited for the parade. Which was amazing. Yeah, we were going to leave and then try to come back for the parade. And I didn't think we'd come back. I just didn't think I would be up for coming back. I know I wouldn't. For the parade, just for the kids. I would have been like, oh, let's do something different. So we stayed for the parade, and because Melinda's on a scooter, we're trying to find a good spot for her. And by the way, Disney staff, let me give you the two thumbs up. I thanked so many staff members yeah, there. they were great. The Disney staff was on point every second of the day. Every second of the day, Disney staff on point doing a great job, customer service through the ceiling. As bad as your food is, is as good as your staff is. Yes. And that tells you a lot because your food stinks. Let me tell you again. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, the staff was amazing. And so they got Melinda right to where the parade starts on Main Street. Like gate opens, doors open, parade starts, Melinda right there. And Barb got uh, the kids' uh, Disney sweatshirts, which yeah. was super rad. And hats. Oh, yeah. We all had hats. I had a wiener dog hat. Wait, mine's right here. I don't know where mine... Oh, there it there is. There's Ryan's hat. Yeah. I should have been wearing my hat. Ta-da! Check that R2-D2 out. Look at that, Mickey. Totally. Yeah. 
What's going on? So we wore these hats almost the whole day, which was hilarious. Yeah, we wore them forever, didn't we? I wore mine forever. I yeah. Didn't, people were laughing. I had mine on. So I had the fun wiener dog. I forget. What's his name? Slinky? The one from Toy Story. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, and then this is my dad move. No lie. Lincoln Lincoln knows himself, and he knows what he likes, knows what he wants. And he couldn't really find a hat that he wanted that much. Like, he was looking at BB-8. Like, he might do a BB-8. Yeah. Uh, he might do a Yoda. Um, and then in the, the display in the window, they had the Martian from Toy Story with the three eyes. Yeah, that And one. they weren't out on the shelves anywhere. They weren't on the shelves anywhere. And so when no one was looking, I took the one off the display and gave it to him. And no one said anything. So. so he got that special one. He got the special one. And he loves that because he's like me. If it's like special, uh, you know um, – Limited edition. He he's limited he's edition way one. into yeah. the limited edition stuff. So we did that. So we all had our gear on sitting right at the front of the parade when everyone so, would come through. And I got to describe Lucy. Lucy is seven years old. She's redheaded. She's got great freckles, hazel eyes. And now Barb has bought her a Minnie Mouse hoodie, which has got like the Minnie Mouse body on the front and back, and the hands are shoved into the pockets of, uh, of the hoodie front. Yeah. And then the hood has ears and a bow on it like the red and white bow and the ears and it was getting chilly so she's got the hood up and that on and we are at the beginning of the parade right at the beginning i tell you every single character prince princess uh every anything anything that was there in the parade came specifically over to lucy did a little dance, did a little wave, blew a kiss, whatever they were doing. Every the gingerbread man, the soldier man, the drummer, the drummer stick man, all all the princesses. Mrs. Yeah. Claus started off. I didn't know there was a Santa at the end. I just, I, I don't know if I knew this. It was the, it was the Christmas parade as well. Um, Mrs. Claus started, and she for sure looks like Mrs. Claus. And she came over and like waved at Lucy and did a little dance and you know did one of these. Lucy just got more excited and more excited and more excited and more as time went on. The last float is this monstrous float with Santa on top. You would have thought it was 1965 and the Beatles showed up. Yeah. She screamed for Santa like I've never seen her scream for anything else. Like her excitement peaked at that moment. It was the crescendo hit and she was going, Santa! Santa! Just screaming to Santa. And I was like, yeah, this rules. Like, this is that Disney experience. That you've always wanted. Yeah. It's this experience that you hope your kid has. And uh, Santa turns, looks down at her, and on mic goes, oh, hello there, little girl. What do you want for Christmas? And then listen to her for a while. And he's like, do you know the words to Jingle Bells? I'll bet you do. And then started singing with Lucy from the float. And we were like, oh, parent high five, like straight up. It was amazing. It, it was amazing. It for sure changed yeah. your life. Like, It was so adorable. Yeah. Oh, can I get the flip side of Disney? Because like, here's the truth. We had the best time. Like we've been on a Disney cruise, and it was as amazing as the cruise was. Like the cruise staff was High quality Disney staff. Everything about the cruise is amazing. Everything about Disneyland was, except the food, unbelievable. 
Disney, I got to speak to you for a second. Your TV shows are the worst. They're the worst. We will never, ever allow Disney modern TV shows in our house ever again. Like the one with live action with people, I've never seen more disrespectful kids, more buffoon-like parents. The things they teach children today, it's absolutely the worst. We will never, ever, ever allow that into our home. Never again. You've got a new cartoon called Fancy Nancy. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, the little girl that wants to speak French all the time and acts pretentious like crazy. Anyway, the show has been cute. I was in the hotel watching that with Lucy, and the episode I saw, a little girl falls out of a tree and breaks her arm, so the parents are going to put a fence around the tree they like to climb in. And the kids protested their parents. And they protested by withholding snuggles, hugs, kisses, and love from their parents and sang songs the whole episode about how it's right to stand up for what you believe in, and it's okay to disobey your parents if if it goes against what you believe. And it was like, oh, I just told Lucy, we'll never watch that show again. You'll never, ever watch that show again. Why would you do that? I mean, that's literally – here's the truth. You want to believe there's not an ideology behind it. You want to believe that it's not someone that's trying to preach an ideology. It is. There's an ideology being preached on your shows. It's a for sure ideology that you're preaching to kids you're saying don't obey your i mean it's it i i it is early german it's early germany before hitler took power it really is i don't want to call it nazism because it's not doing racism it's not doing anti-semitism uh, and things like that but it is purposely putting a wedge between children and their parents it is purposely teaching children to, to disobey their dis- parents Every one of your shows, especially your live action ones with actual people in it, models parents to be dumb, uh, buffoons. Not understanding. Totally not understanding. And it makes kids sassy, disrespectful. They talk back. The mature themes are way more mature. How to outsmart your parents. How to outsmart your parents. How to fool your parents. How to trick your parents. How to disrespect your parents. Uh, It is an ideology being preached. That Walt Disney would be absolutely ashamed of. Just ashamed sit down and watch some of. episodes. Oh, it's just <laughs> garbage. It really it, it made me so mad. Yeah. It, it, never again will I allow any of that into my home. Never again. By the way, I'm so glad you're pulling all your content from Netflix. I'm so glad because we're not going to buy your stupid service to get your dumb stuff. Like old school Disney cartoons, like the old school Mickey, great. Old school Cinderella, all that stuff. The uh, Tangled and. Uh, you know, all those ones have been fantastic. Your regular day-to-day TV show stuff is just garbage. It's a dumpster fire. Ugh, I hate that stuff. That stuff bugs me. So. Oh, so. so that. But I told him about Disney fireworks. Five minutes. What are you yelling at? Well, we might be kind of a late. Um, Find out if it's with my pillow or not. If it is, we'll have to get off. But if it's not, we'll just be a little bit late. Uh, I promised the children I'd wake them up for fireworks. I promised, I promised. And then by the time fireworks came, they were out asleep. And I was like, ugh, are they going to wake up and be mad? So I picked up Lucy. I took her outside. I'm like, look, Lucy, fireworks. And she's like, oh, yeah. Put her head on my shoulder the wrong way. And I'm like, do you want to go to sleep? She's like, yes. I'm like, all right. So back to sleep. Uh, We went from there to our friend Alexis's house. They were amazing, amazing, amazing. Laura's best friend from childhood. Great time, great time, great time. Uh, And then I was going to – so my bio family that I just met 
not even a year ago, literally not 12 months ago have we met. Um, that's a whole story I have to tell you sometime about me finding my bio family. Um, but when we first met, she told me that they do a big family Christmas and asked if it's something I'd want to go to. And I was like, for sure. I totally want to meet the family. Mm -hmm. And she was like, really? You'd come to that? And I'm like, yeah, definitely. So apparently she put the word out to every family member like, hey, you've got enough time to plan. No excuses. Get your rears down here. So everybody showed up. So on Christmas Day, they do all in-laws. And the first weekend in January, they do – everybody goes to someone's house. They do a big family Christmas. And 32 family members were showing up. 32. And if you've seen the show long enough, you know that I have problems with anxiety and I get panic attacks. And so the day of, Laura's like, I'm not really feeling very well. And she keeps having to try to take her temperature. And so I've taken her temperature like 18 times. She has no fever. She's not nauseous. No, it was the day before. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, the day before I get a stomach ache. Yeah. No fever, not nauseous, not throwing up, but does have a stomach ache. Eating a little bit, but not a ton. Um, stayed in bed the whole day. Stayed in bed all day. And then as I'm getting ready to go down to this big family Christmas, Laura drops the bomb. She goes, yeah, I can't go. I'm too sick. And I was like, what? No. He was not happy. I was not happy. I was like, I, I started panicking so bad. I didn't think I would be able to go. Like yeah. I was really, really having a hard time and I needed... I needed somebody else there. He needed wifey to And Laura's like, no, my stomach really hurts. And in my head, I'm like, oh, my goodness, you've got a tummy ache and you're not doing this for me. What is going on? I was so disappointed. I was very, very upset. And I was thinking in my head, I would do this for you. Like, for sure, I would go just sit on a chair. And suck it up. And suck it up for, for four hours. And Laura's like, yeah, not doing it. Not going. And I almost didn't go. I was so freaked out. I almost didn't go. So I went down with the kids, and it was amazing. Again, I'll tell that story another time. It really was. It was great. Like, so accepting, so loving, so caring, so generous, so gracious. My and kids I was got, totally sad to miss it. Yeah. My kids got a billion presents. Goodness gracious, did they get spoiled they on this trip. spoiled them. Spoiled on this trip. And then we came home. I cried the whole way home. Like, I was so overwhelmed. Like, the kids were listening to music, and I was just, like, silently bawling in my seat the whole time. Like, oh, gracious, it was crazy. Um, we get back, Laura slept most of the day, like Alexis and her family came and checked in on her. Um, and, uh, we got back and she was like, how'd it go? And, you know, we talked just for a little bit and then she went back out of sleep. And then like four or five times a night, she kept waking me up to tell me that she was uncomfortable. <laughs> do you do that to Joshua? Yeah, I don't do that. I don't wake any – like, I'll go in another room and have Lucy sleep in our bedroom, like, if I'm going to be, like, tossy-turny, whatever. Um, and she kept waking me up being like, I really don't feel good. I can't get comfortable. And I'm like oh, – Take a shower. Okay, take a shower. Like, take a shower. She's like, I have. I've taken, like, four showers. I'm like, all right, well, I, I don't – like, do you want to go to the ER? And she's like, no. So finally I wake up, and she's like, my stomach really, really hurts. No fever, not nauseous, not throwing up, really bad stomach ache. I'm like, where's it hurt? And she's like, it hurts right here. I'm like, not all over? And she's like, no, right here. And I was like, oops. So I check on Google, where's your appendix? Right here. And I'm like, oh, we got to get it looked at. So we go to urgent care. 
And we don't have we have catastrophic insurance. We don't have regular insurance. Mind so. you, everybody, this is the day we're flying home. Yeah, we're, we're flying. We're supposed home. to catch a plane in about seven hours. Yeah. So I'm getting ready to like start packing. We haven't just, packed. I'm gonna just push through it. I'm just like, okay, we'll just go. Ha- yeah, haven't packed. So we then had urgent care, 150 bucks later, we get back in a room with this guy and he's like, does it hurt here? And he starts poking her. She's like, ow. And I'm like, dude, you're a doctor. I could do that. Yes, it hurts. She's poked herself. It totally hurts. He's like, oh, you got to go to the ER and get it checked out. Make sure it's not appendicitis. I'm like, what? No, man, I'm here. You tell me if it's appendicitis. And he's like, oh yeah, it's urgent care. We don't have all the equipment. You know, we can't. We have no access to a lab or to a CT machine or blah, 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 blah. I was like, why did I come here? He's like, oh, I'll write you a note. I'm like, ooh, you'll write me a note. Oh, thank you so much. You'll write me a note. So we go over to St. Joseph's. Shout out St. Joseph's. Um, and we go check in. And I give him the note. And she looks at it and then hands it back. And I'm like, great. Thanks for my $150 note. A note that's so that's one line on it. It's got one doctor. line. It's got uh, doctor, it's got hosp- It's got urgent care, doctor stationary on the top and bottom. And then in one line in caps, it says, must rule out appendicitis, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. With his signature. And then a signature on it, yeah. She, like, looks in the note and then just hands it back. And she's like, all right, you guys got to go back in the waiting room. And we go back in the waiting room, and it is sick people. It is so sad. There is just a sea of sick people and no seats. There's nowhere to sit. Nope. And it's just people that... You just don't like people even, holding bags and buckets. Breathe. You're like, with oh my gosh, I don't want to get sick. It's, yeah, it's like terrifying. I told producer Kay that the first time, and she right was like, away. oh, uh, yeah, that's how I felt too. I'm it like, we're gonna get horrible. sick being here. Like, if you're not sick, you better be sick. You know, like we'll get sick in this waiting room for sure if we sit here any longer. And Laura starts to get choked up. Like she realizes we're gonna be here all day. All day. There's 40 people ahead of us. Like there's a sea. Like, when I say a, like, a sea of sick people, I mean, like, 40 or 50 people that are, like, crazy – like, people, like, that are on gurneys that are sick in there. Oh, yeah. so gross. Already in wheelchair sick. I had just, no compassion at that point. It was – yeah. So we sat in a seat <laughs> 45 together. seconds later, the door opens. Laura Dobson, they didn't call one person before us. They didn't call one – they didn't do an announcement before it they called us the back. Lord. Apparently that note worked like for sure the note worked. Like I was like, Oh, that note was worth a hundred. That note was worth 200 bucks. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. So within 15 minutes, like they had her on a heavy, they have run a heavy painkiller. Like I was like, Oh, I know that one. You're going to start feeling warm right here. And she was like, Oh, my neck's warm. I'm like, yep. Pain's gone. So pain was gone. 15 minutes later, surgeon's like, you're not going anywhere. You're staying here. And I was like, what? Wait, no. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What? Like, I got to cancel flights, extend my car rental, find a place to stay, figure out how to take care we of the kids. Nothing. I mean, we're just... We're Every piece of clothing I own is so dirty. Like, we needed to go... I, I was desperate to, to get home. I was I desperate to get to home. I wanted to be home. Yeah. Uh, we were we were tired. Our trip was at we were the last day of our trip. That's when you want to go home and have all your your yep, own stuff, your yep. own bed, your see our dog. We had nothing planned for our puppy. Either. Exactly, William. This was not my plan. Oh yeah, I had to I had to talk to Anna and be like, uh, yeah, we're not coming home. Um, I don't know when we're coming home. And then the doctor's like, well, she could probably fly out tomorrow the next day. And then the surgeon's like, no, 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 you got to come in for an appointment. Uh, like, coming on Thursday. It's Sunday. I'm like, we're going to be here a week. A week. Are you kidding me? 
And then Laura's family opened up their doors and let us stay in their house down by the beach. And then she had surgery that night. And this was crazy. It was like, hurry up and wait. And then, oh, no, it's going to change. And then, no, it's going to back to the thing. And, no, we got to find a surgeon. Yeah, it was and really shifty. So shifty. I got hungry, obviously. Um, and there was a <laughs> noodle place right around the corner. And so I go to the noodle place. And my friend uh, Johnny Brock, shout out Johnny Brock. Thanks for coming, Johnny. Uh, just shows up at the hospital. Like, hey, I'm here to see Laura Dobson. And they let him back. Yeah, and I was like, hi. And Laura is just stoned out of her mind on painkillers. Like, she was so... I don't she know calls what. me, she's like, there's a guy here to see you. I'm like, who? She's like, Johnny? I'm like, Johnny Brock? What? I'm like, is he a big dude? She's like, yeah. I'm like, no way. Put him on the phone. She hands him the phone. I'm like, I'm at the noodle place. So he came over and let me vent and be a human being. By the way, we're about to do a show on friendship. You need those friends. Like, you need the friend that shows up when you tell him not to show up. Like, I, I posted on Instagram, don't come. Like, don't show up here. Like, it's surgery time. And Johnny's like, pound sand, bro. I got you. And so he came over and let me vent and be a human and be inappropriate. He totally just giggled and laughed when we talked about hospitals. Because he knows. Like, he, he knows. knows. Like, I don't want to go into his story, but he knows. Yeah. Um, and then while I'm there venting to Johnny... I get a thing from Laura, like, they're taking me back to surgery right now. I'm like, what? They said not till 7. Like, I had hours to wait according to the hospital. And so I went, I mean, so I went hauling back. I I parked in the wrong. and his stuff. Yeah. You know how they get you prepared? They say just take off everything and, you know. All Laura's clothes are in a bag and my backpack on on the gurney with her. going to surgery i go driving back i think i'm in the hospital parking lot i was i didn't even know this part i was not in the hospital parking lot i think i know where the hospital is i go running across the street i ran across the wrong street and then i realized i'm like a block down from the er where we started and i run down there and they have to give me a new badge to get in and then i go running and they're like she's in room blah 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 and i go run into the room she's not there and then i asked the nurse and they're like oh no they took her to surgery already and I'm like, wait, what? No, I didn't say goodbye. I didn't say, I didn't say, I, I didn't even pray. I didn't see her. I didn't say I love you. Like, I am freaking out. And so I'm just waiting in a room, and it's a shared room. So there's like a mom with two daughters, and then me at an empty bed, and I'm like freaking out. And then another nurse comes back. She's like, well, by the time your wife's out of surgery, I'm not going to be the nurse, but maybe I can find someone that takes you down. And so they take me down, and then my phone rings, and they're like, Ryan Dobson. I'm like, yes. They're like, where are you? And I'm like. I'm here. Oh, I was, I was freaking, freaking out. And they're like, what door are you near? I'm like, I'm near. They're like, do you know where the Starbucks is? I'm like, yes. And they're like, go to the Starbucks. We'll come get you. So I go to the Starbucks. They come get me. I was so, I was freaking out. Did I tell you I was freaking out? Cause I was freaking out. Um, and then they get me, um, and then they took me to Laura and they were literally getting ready to wheel her into the OR. Um, and we got to pray and, um, talk and all that, so that was better. And I got to give him all his gear. That was nice too. That was since helpful. yeah. And then I waited, 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 and then the doctor came out. Um, and he was like, "We finished." It took longer than he said it was gonna take too, which scared me. And he was like, "Yeah, it was getting ready to burst." And then he was said, "If you had tried to fly home, your wife wouldn't have made it." So that sucks. That really sucks. So I'm thankful to be alive. Yeah. Again. Again. <laughs> I got to tell you, people, I know you're going through all the stories we would tell, but I'm tired of that. I really am. I'm really, really tired of doctors telling me you're going to lose your wife because it sucks. Yeah. 
Um, so that was no good. Uh, and then, um, so Laura's brother let us stay at his house. I went back to Alexis's and I packed up all of our gear, packed up all the kids, took them down there. And then I bundled up the kids to go say goodnight to mommy at the hospital. And on the way there, the hospital's like, oh no, you can go home now. Yeah, doctor's like, you don't want to stay here. You'll get sick. I'm yeah, like, oh, he okay. said that about the hospital. Don't stay here. You'll get sick. Like, like well, thanks. Good, good, good. Get me out of here. Yeah. So instead of just saying goodnight, we took Laura home. And then I went back out to get the medication. Ugh. Yeah, our insurance in this country is just screwy. I went to go refill the in- refill the prescription, and they were like, oh, it's $700. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it's $700. I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's not. It's, it's $40. He's like, no, it's $700. Look, here. And he shows me. So I go to the car. I look it up on the generic. The generic's $40. I go back in. I'm like, hey, man. The generic's 40 bucks. I was super ticked. Um, and he goes, the generic's 700 on our screen. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And he goes, oh, well, go to RX, good, good RX, RXgood.com, goodrx.com, and it'll give you a coupon. It'll drop it down. And I'm like, a coupon? Are you kidding me? So I pull it up on my, on my phone screen, and it dropped the $700, $700 bill down to $40. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. And and two, why wouldn't you tell me that last time? Why would you have let me pay $700 instead of 40 yeah. You jerk. I'm not going to curse. Um, but I was super mad at that. So I had to get Laura's meds. I went back and gave her the meds. Um, and then I'm telling you, our friends, uh, the Costas. Um, Annie Curlin. Annie came down. Mary Trine. And brought food. Mary came and visited Laura in the hospital. The Costas gave us two, like, more Italian food than you could possibly Ooh. eat. We had Italian for days, and then Laura had to take walks every day, like four times a day. So we walked on the beach, and that was so amazing. Just did a little circle. Yeah, it was super awesome. great. So last night there, I'm trying to figure out how to get the family to the to the airport because we have all the luggage in the world. Laura can't carry anything. I can't carry anything over ten pounds. Yeah, can't carry anything, and so we got to get from rental car to the airport with this much luggage and two kids and a wife that can't really walk very well and can't lift anything. And so I decide I'm going to take the rental car back the night before, get an Uber back to the house, and then Uber Black, I mean Uber SUV to the hotel, I mean to the airport. Yeah. So I Uber to the airport, drop the car off. I mean I drive to the airport, drop the car off, Uber back to the house, and then when I get to the house, I go to unlock the door and realized I left her brother's house key on the rental car ring. And Laura's brother is the best. He's also the kind of guy that you can't call and just be like, hey, dude, lost your key. So sorry. Like, that wasn't an option. That wasn't going to fly. So I Uber. And then the Uber guy got lost going back to the house, and I had to walk, which I just got frustrated and got out. And he was like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, your car's 110 degrees with the heat on, and your cologne is driving me nuts. So I call another Uber. um, And then on the Uber thing, it tells you about your driver, and it's like, known for great conversations. And I'm like, oh, of all the things I don't want to have when I'm this angry is a conversation with my Uber driver. I for sure don't. So I grab my my Bluetooth headphones, and they're the big over-ear ones, and I put them on as like my clear sign, I don't want to talk. Uh, and Anthony wanted to talk anyway. Um, and he was like, hey, what's up, blah, blah, blah. And I was talking to you on the phone, I think, and he overheard a little bit of it, and he's like, 
He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, I left the key. Then when I get there, I got to take another Uber back to the house. He's like, I'll take you back. And I was like, you will? And he goes, yeah, just add a stop. Don't worry about it. So I add a stop and it messed up his directions. And we didn't know if we were going to make it there in time. And he's like, oh, dude, I'll get you there. Don't worry. And he dropped the hammer and Anthony and I suddenly became best friends. So I was like, oh, don't break the law and take risks for a stranger. Oh, you're my buddy now. And so like, I tell him the story of what happened. He's like, don't even sweat it, man. He drives his personal car into the rental car return area. Like, you're for sure not supposed to do that. He's like, ah, they'll let me out. Don't worry. And I'm like, yeah. I was so stoked. So we pull in. I park. I talk to the manager. He's like, no problem. I'll send two guys to go get your key. And he's not really paying enough attention to me. Like, I'm not trying to be a prima donna, but something was going on. And this dude comes in who was acting weird. And my spidey sense went up. Like, I'm constantly vigilant for sure like Laura had to learn when we go to a restaurant I will sit with my back to the wall so that if anything's coming I see it coming first and I can go take action like she now knows where to sit because I'm gonna know where the exits are I'm gonna know what's the sharpest thing near me I'm gonna know what I could hit somebody with like if it goes down I'm gonna be in the middle of it like that's what's happening and my spidey sense gets up so I'm kind of backing towards the wall and near a door to where if something goes down, I'm going to be out. I don't want to die here. And this dude's acting shady, like straight up shady. He's standing far back from the counter. He's not giving like whatever's going on. And the manager comes and the manager's like, oh, you got a debit card. You can't run with a debit card. You got to have a major credit card. You know, you got a credit card. And I'm like, what? I read it with a debit card. What are you talking about? And then I know something's up. I know something's about to go down. Uh, and the manager turns away and this guy bolts like he was there one second and like me, me, he's gone roadrunner style and man turns around. He's like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? And the staff's like, he's, he went that way. And I'm like, what? 15 seconds later, two cops, both pull up. This dude is there to steal a car had been in earlier with a friend. There's like some car stealing ring that's going around trying to steal rental cars. They'd come in the day before. So I'm like right in the middle of car, car, thing. car <laughs> yeah thing. and i'm like looking around like what can i hit somebody I with you know like before it goes on because i knew it was something shady was going down i'm like oh no way i almost helped stop a car thief like yeah it was pretty sweet um that was funny that was definitely funny so anthony it's taking forever to get the key back like a good 30 minutes goes by and the dudes that drove to go get my key come back and he's like i know find your key and I'm like, what? Uh, he's like, I searched the whole vehicle. I'm like, don't search the vehicle. It's on the key ring. I'm like, where are the keys? He's like, I know find keys. And I'm like, what do you mean you know find keys? You had to open the car, right? And he's like, yes. I'm like, what did you open the car with? He's like, keys. I'm like, where are those keys? He's like, in car. I'm like, my key is on the keys. And he's like, oh, nobody tell me this. He's like, you come with me. We drive over. I'm like, I can't drive over. Anthony's here. He's like, who's Anthony? I'm like, my driver, my Uber guy. He's like, oh, good. I go with you. What do you mean you go with me? Anthony's like, it's cool, bro. Anthony, shout out to Anthony. He's like, it's cool. Have him get in. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? This is a story. So Laura's asleep. She didn't have any idea what's going on. So uh, I just know we need that key. Yeah. I get in the front. Uh, Middle Eastern Russian dude gets in the back. And we drove a long way from the airport. Like, where they store rental cars, it was Shady City. Like, he's like, your friend park here. You come with me. And I'm like, dude, you're old enough. I could take you. Like, if your friends come out, I don't know. 
Bobby throwing down for sure. And I know Anthony's down to jump in, whatever. So we go around the corner. There's the car. I open it up. I'm like, where are the keys? He's like, right in the middle. I pull up. I'm like, look, my keys. Like, oh, there it is. So I take my key off. That dude just disappears. He's like, all right, you have a good night. And just walks off into the dark. I'm like, it got shadier. Like, how could it get worse? So I get back in with Anthony. And he is cracking up. Like, he thought it was so funny. Hands down, best Uber driver I've ever had. Uh, we're driving back, and I'm doing uh, Instagram Live talking about the car theft and, like, all the stuff that's going on. And all you can see is when we pass a street light, like, my face shines and goes black, then shines and goes black again. So I go on Facebook Live. You can see it from a little ways back. And Anthony turns on both front lights and the visor light and points it back so I have light in the back to do my live video. So shout out to Anthony. Um, and then I went to tip him 25 bucks and then I accidentally tipped the first guy 25 bucks and I was like, oh, lame. You didn't deserve a, a $2 tip. So then I re-tipped Anthony 25 and then I gave him 20 on my way out and he was like, you didn't have to do that. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't have to do any of the stuff you did tonight. Like you didn't have to do any of that. He could have had four more Uber drives in the time it took to get my other one. Like, he waited so long. And then the next day, I realized I tipped him twice. So he got like a $70 tip. And I don't care. Like, he deserved it, yeah. for sure. Like, you should definitely over-tip in a situation where someone goes above and beyond. And Anthony, you're my bro. And the next day, uh, Uber SUV comes. We load all the gear. The dude loaded all my gear, man. He was great. Uh, that truck was fantastic. Yeah. Get to the airport. I get a um, wheelchair. They give us a wheelchair. Uh, we go in, <laughs> and I've got more bags than we paid for, and I have a bag that's not only oversized. I didn't know you could have an oversized bag. Our bag was too big to get on the airplane, and the lady tells me it's too big, and it'll cost me extra, and I'm like, ugh. And then she weighs it, and it's 64 pounds. It's 14 pounds over, and it was going to be 175 to 225 for that one bag. And I'm like, this trip is costing me everything. And I tell her what we've been through. And she was like, what? I'm like, yeah, we stayed an extra week. So my wife, we're supposed to come home last. Cause she's like, you're supposed to come home last week. I'm like, I know, but uh, my wife had a pain in her stomach. And then we went to the doctor and he said it might be appendicitis. Then we went to the ER and it was, and she had to have surgery. So we had to stay an extra week and her eyes kept getting bigger and bigger. And I'm like, I tried to take the car back last night. And the guy kept to come and steal a car while I was there. And she's like, like, what? her eyes are getting so big. Her jaw is dropping further and further. I'm like, it's okay, though. You guys have done such a great job. Frontier was so nice. Everybody was so great. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, and so she gives me all my claim ticks for the bags. And I go to walk away and go, hey, wait. I didn't pay for my bag. And she goes, oh, it's okay. I took care of it. You've been through enough. So shout out to Frontier. What's up, Frontier? That was super rad. And then we didn't have TSA pre because we had to buy tickets last minute. So we're in this massive, massive line. And uh, the guy that started the line, the security guy, sees us and sees us go down to TSA pre. And then they sent us back because we didn't have TSA pre. And I'm pushing Laura in a wheelchair. And I got two kids. And I got all the bags and a car seat and Mickey Mouse ears and everything else that's going on. And the guy opens up a separate line just for us and sent us to the very, very, very front of the line. Yeah, it was amazing. That was rad, yeah. And then Jim came and picked us up, and we got home, and we're back. No, Kristen picked us up. <laughs> I was like, wait. That's right. That didn't sound right. Producer K came. By the way, do you want to know how great Producer K is? She was like, do you want to drive? And I'm like, what? This is your car. She's like, I know, but Joshua likes to drive. If there's going to be driving, he wants to be the one in the driver's seat. And 
That's kind of how she was. Is. She was trying desperately not to be like, and you're a huge control freak, and <laughs> I think you might, you know, critique my driving on the way home if you don't drive. And I was like, oh my goodness, I for sure want to drive. And so she had all kinds of junk food and a Mexican Coke for me, like sh- for sure. Producer K uh, eats the healthiest of anybody that we know, and brought food that she knew would make us feel like we were back home and comfortable. And I got to tell you, that is what friendship is all about. And then we got home. And she had bought us groceries and got Laura a blanket and there were presents. And my goodness, you stinker are the best. Yes. For real. You're the best. So that is All the Stories We'll Tell, episode 10, A Blast Back to the Future. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. And uh, more later. We love you. God bless. Oh, the Stories We Will Tell is produced by Rebel Parenting. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Parenting Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. God bless. We'll see you next time for another episode of Oh, the Stories We Will Tell. Oh, the Stories We Will Tell.